Hello darlings and welcome back to Love, Sex and Situationships. I'm your host Phoebe and I'm your host Maya and today we're going to be talking about how to curve someone. And by curving we mean rejecting someone. But yeah, so it's British slang for rejection essentially. But it's not reject mm, it's not like actual rejection. Like though. to curve someone is to eat them. Yeah. In in an efficient way. Exactly. But I mean it's not like when you break up with someone, you're not like No, that's not a curve. This is like someone is coming towards you and then you're batting them off again in a different direction. It's like the curve. Oh my god, maybe that is what it's based off like like setting someone on a different path. Okay, anyway. <laughs> like changing their direction, you know. Away from you. Yes, exactly. You're redirecting someone's course away from you if you're not interested in dating them or having any sort of relationship with them. Sexual or not. <laughs> right. So the first kind of curve that we were going to talk about is after a first date. So... Everyone knows when you've been on a first date and it's just been so awkward and you're literally sitting at home after the date talking to your girlfriends about how shit it was, probably mm-hmm. cussing the guy out literally for something. Literally just slagging him off. Did you, not even for anything most of the time. Yeah, because that's the thing, you come home and then you're just, if you know you don't like him or her or whoever you're on a date with, like, you're just going to be there going like, oh, yeah, it's the, it's the way that they kind of jiggled their knee a bit and mm. it was just really irritating or, you know, like, yeah, just just there's well, so many things that you can get the ick from. Or well, sometimes it's just that you just don't connect. I once went on a first date with this guy and I stand, to this day say that it's the best first date I've ever been on. And you know exactly what yeah, I'm talking Yeah, I know which guy you're talking about. And he, in every kind of aspect of how he was, like the way he dressed, the way he looked, his interests, he should have been the perfect guy for me. We spent the entire time talking about like art and film and philosophy. Mm. But at the end of the day, I walked away and I was like, I don't want to see him again. Yeah, because sometimes you just don't connect with someone. You just don't get a little the spark. <laughs> so, yeah. So then it's important to know how to be able to curve someone after that. Because especially if, you know, say you're post-breakup or something, for whatever reason, you're beginning some prolific dating, you know, because I have had this before where I've been on like multiple dates a week. And you have to, like, keep it efficient with curving people. You have and to go from one to the other. Bing, bang, bong and all that. Bing, bang, bong. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And it can actually, I mean, I, I don't think I was the best at it, to be honest. Like, realistically, I was just blanking people left, right and centre. And here's the thing. We hate ghosting. We rant about ghosting. And yet we all do it. Like, we, yeah. we want people to not ghost us. I feel like you have to put out the energy you want back in. And mm-hmm. if you don't want people to ghost you, you also can't ghost. No, exactly. So we would say definitely don't ghost someone even after a first date. Because even though, you know, you don't owe them anything. It still sucks. It like, does. It does suck. And then the thing is, if there is a clear reason that you didn't feel a vibe with them, you know, because I've had after first dates where I just felt like the guy was a total misogynist, you know. and Maybe I don't say that. Well, you know, I actually think they would benefit from knowing they would benefit, but then do you want to deal with the drama and the repercussions that That's, will cause? So that is what I find interesting about this, that so many of my friends that I've spoken to um, after you know a date, they won't just say to someone straight up, I just didn't vibe with you or I didn't vibe with you for this and this reason or I didn't really like what you did here. 
uh, it made me uncomfortable, whatever, you know, they'll just make up an excuse and it's always like the same kind of excuse. I'm not looking for anything serious right now. You could literally make a list of them because yeah. everyone, also everyone used the exact same ones. I've got heavy family stuff going on. Do you hear that chair? Oh my God, it's so creaky. I should swap chairs. <laughs> but do you know, like, the, have you, remember the first time someone used like the cliche one on you and then you realised it was a cliche? Oh, it sucks. It, it sucks so even more. Sucks. Like, because because you know that it's it's not that someone isn't looking for anything right now because if they weren't looking for anything they wouldn't be going on dates. Or the worst thing is some, when someone says I'm not looking for anything right now and then like two weeks later you finally have a girlfriend. Oh my god, it's it's essentially I'm not looking for anything with you right now. Yeah. And I think sometimes it you know it would well, be always a, that. Yeah, it would be a <laughs> bit of a kick in the teeth, but at least you'd know why. Because sometimes I just think people could benefit from knowing, like when I've had. You, yeah, even if it's like a no. simple message, like, it was great to meet you, but I just don't see things going further with you. Yeah, exactly, you know, or like, I didn't love the fact that you lied about your age, for example. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> you one. Know. You have, you've had, I've had so, many, so guys. many guys lie about their age. Oh my God. I don't know, and you know, and younger guys lying, saying they were older. I've got a friend who had a guy initially, oh God, yeah, yes. initially tell her that he was 23, I think. No, 26. Up. He said no, he no, no. He he first on his profile, I think he was twenty three. Then in person, he was like, no. "Sorry, I'm twenty six. He told her over text that he was twenty six, and yeah, then yeah, in and person then, said he was like twenty seven, twenty eight, and then turned out to be like in his thirties or something. Yeah, like well, that. He, thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah, and this was after he told her that he loved her after a few dates, and then he was like, "I love you." And by the way, I'm thirty five. But like, like oh, that's just so creepy. Yeah, and then that makes, you know, the curve. I think it was totally right of her, I think, to ghost him after that. Yeah. But that 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 is the exception. So after a first date, I would say, rather than just lying because it's easier, which it is, I just I just think we should advocate for a bit more honesty. honesty because but also accept the fucking ghost. Like if someone or if someone kind of pulls away and clearly seems to be signed to ghost you, mm-hmm. If they leave a necklace at your house and they're not even willing to come get it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But no. it's true. Like, I was thinking about this. I, I had a one night stand not that long ago. I left a pair of earrings. And I actually really like earrings. Which but earrings I, were they? That one was like black and white as triangle. Oh and my God, target. I remember those earrings. I know, they're together. so cute. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to see them again. What so a I'm, loss. I know. I've just accepted that I'm never seeing those earrings I've had again. this as well. I had this with a bracelet. It's so sad. It's, it's gone. It's gone forever. But like you know, it's it's if they're yeah. not even willing to go get their stuff back, <laughs> but that's they're also not interested. True, true. And I would say, yeah, just I I think I was saying to you earlier. I think the nicest curve that I've had, even though I haven't had many curves, no. <laughs> but the nicest one that I've had um, was a guy after a date where we both clearly it was not the vibe. I got some baklava out of it, which was great. But it, you know, I was obsessed with baklava. Just I absolutely love it. There is a note. really good place in East, and we should do an episode on this. And baklava, I don't know. Maybe sex and food, maybe aphrodisiacs, like the book. Anyway, um, but yeah. And after, like, we clearly weren't into each other, and then I got a really nice message from him, just saying, "Hey, it was super lovely meeting you. Had a really fun time. I think we're looking for different things." And I was like, "I totally agree," you know. And I, yeah. I just think that's nice. I'm very trying to think. I don't think I've ever got a curved message. I think people just ghosted. <laughs> I was going to say, go Phoebe. No. <laughs> don't go Phoebe. Actually, not even ghosting, just kind of 
things like fizzling out but there's mainly been like friends of benefits mm. Mm. like you kind of just or it's either been kind of fizzled out ghosted or like mutually both you kind of gone mm, yeah. this isn't working anymore. have you ever had where you've curved someone and they've not responded well to it after a day or two well i mean i had my ex forget i broke up with him so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I suppose that isn't responding well, but I was saying more like the reason that women or, you know, the ones that I've spoken to anyway aren't honest after a first date when they don't vibe with someone is because some people tend not to take it very well and then it just makes them a complete dick. So, like, I've had before I just said to someone, sorry, I didn't really feel a connection, you know, over text and they were just... I got like this torrent of them. Oh god! Just Malderport, not yeah, Malderport. Yeah, yeah. Mal- no, this was Malderport, guy. It wasn't Malderport. It was. It was. Malderport's the train station. It's a uh, Malden, the, the fucking castle. Malderslot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And he was literally like, just saying, like, you don't know me. You know, you're judging me too quickly. Give me another date. This is after he, he lied about his age as well. Yeah, he lied about his age, and he was super objectifying the whole time. It was really. Was he good. the one who cut up chocolate weirdly? <laughs> that was so fucking weird. He cut up chocolate and he bought me a bonnet. That was so. I still wear that bonnet. It, it has saved my hair. That's good. I actually messaged him saying thank you for the bonnet, <laughs> like six months later. But no, that guy was. I, you know, I actually, actually, yeah, that guy is a good example. So the Maldeslot guy, I just, I curved him. It was bad. It was bad. He w- would not. He he refused the curve. And I just feel like if if you're someone listening to this who has refused the curve before, just stop. Accept it. Accept (laughs) it. But the guy who, um, (laughs) yeah, the 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 guy who cut up chocolate into little pieces and brought it in a bowl with cling film on top of it in his backpack. That's so weird. (laughs) It's so. Do you think like he spilt something on the chocolate wrapper and didn't? No, no. I think it was for ease of consumption. Still like, weird. Just chocolate. It was it's not like hard he was to like eat. Mary Poppins with his bag, bringing out everything you could possibly need. You know, he was like, and here I bought this for your hair, and here I bought this chocolate. But I also think, on that note, though, making a huge effort on first dates for people you don't really know, I think that it's not worth no, it. No, my God, that makes me uncomfortable. Like, because this is also, oh my God, this is what Maldeslot guy did. So he he had brought some half-assed picnic of some bread and some green tea and a flask which to be fair my bio said green tea enthusiast so i appreciated Wait, just the like plain bread just just plain bread yeah <laughs> because i mean <laughs> i do like bread but like yeah and then he messaged me after the curve saying yeah but i got you this picnic and everything like i just find this a bit rude after i bought you a picnic and i'm thinking well you shouldn't have bought me the fucking picnic you know also that's not a fucking picnic <laughs> picnic it was terrible but like so he did not accept the curve but then the guy the who brought a bowl of chocolate pieces <laughs> he was actually super nice about it like he was very sweet and I just said hey I'm sorry I think you know I, I think we're at different stages in our life at the moment because mentally he was very young I think like very new to dating and stuff and quite not really right I just felt you. like I would corrupt him you know like like in terms of it I, I like he, he felt just, very innocent. Yeah, like very fresh out of high school sort of vibes because he mm-hmm. left high school and then just went to his basketball career, I think. So and hadn't really done any of the uni partying and stuff. So yeah, yeah I get pretty that. awkward. But he was really sweet about it. I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't really feel a connection, also, and he was just super nice. I have remembered a bad curve. Go on. 
So I, okay, to be fair, this is actually quite heavily on me. Um, I went on a date and there was just a lot of red flags on the date and I just didn't, I wasn't vibing. Who was this with? This was a guy who was a fucking telemarketer. Like, I don't know what <laughs> I was thinking. He got kicked out of school for fighting. Um, he tried to, I told him I was super hungover, didn't want to drink and he mm. brought me two bottles of wine. Um, it just wasn't a good. Is it that w- a case of someone knowing what's best for you or just straight up ignoring you? Honestly, saying? I don't know. Yeah. But either way, it was not a good day. And mm. anyway, I ran away quite early. And I ran away. I literally ran home. Um, God bless. <laughs> I felt quite bad, actually. But anyway, I ended up messaging him being like, yeah, like, I'm not coming back. I'm sorry. I'm not interested. And um, I have never had such a barrage of messages as I have after that. Mm. Um, I actually deleted Snapchat off my phone. Good, because you know it's the worst when someone just pops off afterwards and then you just have to block them or delete yeah. an entire app. I deleted the entire app and then I re-downloaded mm. it three days later and I think I had 25 plus messages oh from him. Oh my God, And I matter? just, oh, I was so glad I'd left after yeah. that. Like, guys, yeah, it doesn't totally. make us feel sympathy for you. I was, yeah, I think that's a good point. After a first date is the time to curve someone. Like, we agree on this, some people don't. But... If you get bad vibes after one date with someone, just, just... Don't go on a second date. Don't, don't do there it. There is no bloody point. Like, if, if you don't feel the connection, you know, sometimes first dates are awkward, sure. They're always awkward. They're always awkward, unless you drink. Yeah, but then you're a fucking knob. Like, then I'm a knob. Because <laughs> my favourite first dates are the ones where there's, like, alcohol involved. Which, you know, because it just makes people... Like, not to excess, not like you're absolutely both getting sledgehammered. I know? have ones called absolutely fucked on a first date yeah that I was mean, quite funny yeah because it just it, you know it makes for ease of talking and stuff but and like both of you a little bit more relaxed you know that thing of like taking a shot before a first date i actually do think it's a great idea i do also, think that's a good idea. hit of a joint <laughs> <laughs> you're just floating up in there <laughs> hi i'm phoebe <laughs> but no oh i think you, you should definitely go with your gut because it's if if your gut is telling you something it's always right if your instincts are telling you something also if you're not attracted to them like oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> people just i had one friend just consistently telling me off for you know for not giving people a chance when i just wasn't attracted to them when they were like a nice person i'm but sorry I just, everyone's a bit shallow everyone like it's not even being shallow you just need to have that base level of physical attraction i do like okay i will actually counter that with one point i feel like there's two kinds of dating you have your chair is so fucking loud. I might actually swap the chair. Oh no, it's fine. I'll just stay like this. But there's, I feel like there's two kinds of dating. There's dating where like, you know, you meet on a dating app or like mm. you meet at a club and then you start dating mm-hmm. and you're like quite unfamiliar with each other. Yeah. And then you need that base level physical attraction. Or you become friends and then start dating. And that is a totally different thing because I do think attraction can grow. Yes. Definitely. But, yeah. On a first date, mm, if... I, I mean, if you're not feeling you, any chemistry. If I don't want to shag you, I don't want a second date. Right? Yeah. You know, you need to have some sort of like, ooh. Oh, yeah. So, also, <laughs> how to curve someone after a one-night stand. I have heard the most ridiculous excuses to get people out of the house. Okay, summarise in one sentence. My, Shyla. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Shyla. We love you. Um, told a guy uh, that her friend fell down the stairs holding a cat, and they had to take the cat to the vet, and therefore she had to leave the house. 
Yeah, valid. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, so if, if you are going to make up you an excuse. You use some weird excuses. Case, yes, I have. I also, one time I just straight up were like, your tram has arrived. <laughs> it was so mean. Did you walk someone to the tram? I did. Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, I just think, you know, after a one night stand, it's okay to make up excuses because yes. this is this might be someone you've just met in the club, whatever. And in a way, also, both of you are kind of expecting the excuse. It's just that little formality of like, oh, I've got an appointment. I've got this and that to do. And then they're like, oh, and take that as their cue to leave. Otherwise, it's so awkward knowing how to act around you know each other. What? I actually fully endorse sneaking out in the middle of the night. I tried this once, actually. Mm -hmm. at- Did it work? No, because it was an actor and I like <laughs> fell over the guy trying to get out of bed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. And then I left the flat walking past all of his roommates and oh, um, I had an insane number of hickeys on my neck. So that was great. That was when you looked like yes. you'd been throttled. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> but I think after a one night stand, you know, it depends how the other person is. But I think if you've had a one night stand, it's safe to say that you're both not looking for anything serious from out? each other. Do you like sneak out after? I have, yeah, my one night stands have been weird. It's been like in a date context and then we both knew it was a one night stand. So I but would you sneak out? Well. Do you think you'd sneak <laughs> yeah. out in the night or, because I feel like people are divided on whether you should do this. I think, yeah, the thing is you might as well take the bed unless they literally, oh my God, unless you go to someone's house and they don't have a fucking bed frame. They we don't have, have a pillow for this. Case. Yeah, we actually have a tally of like one night's oh, but It's this, called this The Essentials. Be, it's yeah, terrible. This should be another episode in itself because that's so funny. Oh my God, it's so bad. But um, yeah, if, if you go to theirs and they literally like, they, they don't have bed sheets on, you know, if you Fun. if you, you don't want to sleep in that bed, then you can have the one night stand, wait for them to doze off and then, you know. Fuck off. Yeah, but otherwise I do think maybe it's a little bit rude. Like if there is even rudeness in one night stands. Eh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but you should, you know. Like to just say thanks, I had a great time the next morning, but don't overstay your welcome. No. Like, oh, oh my god, my do god. not overstay. If they ask you for maybe this is a British thing, but if they offer you breakfast, they don't really mean it. Like this is like the guy who said, Do you want something to eat? And I said, What do you have? And he had like five tubs of quark in his fridge and that was it. <laughs> and then I was just like, I don't want breakfast. And then I fled and left my toothbrush. I left my You had bra. a bra, no? That was such a nice bra. I think do you know, this is why I used to never have anything in my fridge, Maya. This is the only reason, obviously. <laughs> Just to stop people eating your snacks in the morning. <laughs> to understand. So actually, no, I don't have anything. So. I literally just had a fire alarm in my fridge. No, I had one guy one time that he peeled me a whole uh, orange. That was really nice. Oh, he was sat, that... Um... He sat like some grandma and just peeled me an orange in a bowl and gave me... You know, it was nice, like, making sure I get my vitamins. But generally, like... I feel Generally, like breakfast don't, offers don't stay real. for breakfast. No, no. Don't even stay for a cup of tea. Unless you guys had a really great time. And you and, want to shag again in the morning. Oh, yeah, potentially. And, you know, maybe it, this is on holiday or something. Like, whatever, you know. Yeah, maybe it's, it's a it's, two, three-night stand on holiday. That's acceptable. Yeah, there's a movie about that, I think. It's called The Two-Night Stand. It's really bad. I don't recommend. It, it is, it, yeah, exactly. It sounds awful. And, you know, and then if someone sends you a follow-up text after a one-night stand saying, I had so much fun. And you don't want to continue it. Yes. Then I I think you can just say, yeah, it was fun. Full stop. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that would be a bit of a whack, wouldn't it? Someone's like, yeah, dot, was fun. Dot, you know. I, th- I think you can just say, uh, you know, 
not looking for anything right now. Thank you for your time. No, thank you for not. participating. You can you can leave a business card which says thank you for your participation. I've had someone give me their business card before. That's so funny. They told me that I was in their top five. That's and great. Yeah, they were like, you are by far in my top five women right now. And I was like, I'm just, I work at this bar. Like, just order your drink and then go. And then they were like, yeah, but not before I give you my business card. I had that business card by accident in my pocket for months. <laughs> like, and then it just kept going through the wash. And then I had this really raggedy looking business card. And I was like, who the fuck is this? But it was that guy. But, mm. oh my God. And have you seen this thing of people like leaving a stamp? Oh, yeah. Well, you can get a stamp that's personalized with like your Snapchat and your Instagram. That could be a good thing after a one night stand. If you do want to stay in touch, if, if you, you don't want to curve, if you don't want to curve, if you want to, and you want to, you want to put the ball in their court, stamp, stamp them when they're sleeping and leave. <laughs> yeah, just stamp them. Exactly. Just carry that stamp. You can with stamp you. them on their cheek, even just you know to really rub it in that you want them to text you. <laughs> Is that like in the same vein as drawing a dick on their face? Oh, I was thinking the same vein as like putting nicotine patches on and getting them addicted to you, but sure. Oh, that that's a whole different thing altogether. <laughs> that's that's a nice manipulation right there. And then also, you wouldn't want to do that with a one night stand unless it was like love at first sight. Yeah. In which case, you're not going to be curving them anyway. But anyway, ending a situationship. So, thing is, situationships you have or a relationship bit, because yeah. these have some overlap. You have a bit more of a stake in it. You probably care about them in some degree, unless because you're a psychopath. Because most of these other categories, you know, you don't really owe each other anything. You don't really give a shit about them. No, maybe you'll be like, oh, meh, about it also, for a day. That's it. I'm sorry, but anyone you sleep with once, mm. they'll probably want to sleep with you again. Unless, unless it was martini goggles. And, like, you were just drunk and, the, like, you both thought each other were hot. And mm. the next morning you realise that actually they're really that fucking often. ugly happens actually with not with not with me personally but like <laughs> I, know, I know one of my guy friends has said to me on multiple occasions that you know I mean one of our friends got picked up on the tram and the next day literally snuck her out <laughs> in front of me and was like I'm never seeing her again like she yeah, was nowhere yeah, near as hot no, as I remember exactly so you know in that case fair enough but yeah, in those cases, you don't owe them anything. They don't owe you anything. You don't really have. I mean, yeah, you can be upset, but then if you're upset about it, maybe don't you shouldn't be doing do it. it. <laughs> you know, just know. I mean, I actually self promo. I've written an article on how to have casual sex in a healthy way. So maybe read that before doing it if, in the first place. If you're going to be upset about how people are treating you afterwards, but because you do have to be, I think, in a certain mental headspace. Yeah, for sure. To have casual sex. You can't sex. be expecting anything more no. from someone. Also, no. don't use sex as a coping mechanism. It doesn't work. God, no. No, and you just, you can't even be, I mean, I know this is what this episode is about, but you can't even be expecting someone to have the decency to do a nice curve with you. You really can't, like, you know, and if they don't, then it's just, it is what it is, and you just have to, you know keep rolling <laughs> like yeah you kind of just have to accept it and move on no exactly but ending a situationship or relationship because be honest like <laughs> please be honest with them if you have if you care about them yeah which you, you probably do because you know with situationships i mean and i think that's such a generational thing for us as well yeah. to be essentially in a relationship but maybe without the labels or yeah, the exclusivity exactly exactly you don't necessarily call it that but essentially it is you know like you're gonna care about them you still owe them like an explanation if you want to finish it 
You know, yeah. it's, it's not and like... And realistically, if you're in a situation ship, you probably want to at least stay, like, friendly with them. And if it's got to the point where you're in, like, a bit of a longer-term situation ship, they probably know your friends, you'll probably see them around. That is, for me, that's the difference, though, between a situation ship and a relationship, is if it's a situation ship, they're not being involved in my life at all, you know, no, but keeping I mean, them at arm's length. But no, but yeah, in a lot of cases, that will be the thing. You know, and a lot of people, they don't want the label of a relationship yeah. for, you know... Many reasons. Yeah, tons of reasons. And then it would still be that they're involved in their life and everything, you know, that they're essentially a partner to them for that time period. So then, yeah, so then be honest with them when you finish because you care don't about them. Don't use a cliche. Don't... Oh, it's it's not me, it's, it's you. <laughs> I'm yeah. having family issues and I just don't have the I feel like that one spans the breadth of it, doesn't it? Except you'd never use I'm having family issues to curve a one night stand, would you? I actually feel like you could. You could really? be like... Because after a first date, I have used the I've got some family stuff going on right now. I'm not looking for anything. And then they go, oh my God, I'm sorry. And then I just go, yeah, sorry. And that's yeah. it. No one night stand, you know, like, oh my God, my family member's calling. I've just got so much family drama right now. Please leave. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I also just feel like they won't care. I'm not going to lie, I have actually used the excuse that my dad is calling to get mm. end of one night stand. Ah, yeah, okay, okay. They're probably not going to imagine. Do you want to meet my dad? I feel like that would send them out the door. That would be quite funny. You know, my dad's calling. I'd love for you to meet him. <laughs> but yeah, no, so be honest. And then again, don't ghost. I mean, if you do this to end a relationship, fucking hell, like that's such a dick move. Yeah. Also... If you're going to end a relationship or situationship, if you're falling out of love with someone, mm. tell them. Don't spring it on someone because it's the absolute worst feeling if someone's telling you they love you and then, like, a few days later, they're, like, actually, like, I've fallen out of love with you. I no longer want to be in a relationship with you. If you, yeah. don't, if you don't communicate that, like, you're starting to feel that way, if you want to keep working on it, tell them. Yeah, that's the thing. So in terms of working on things, you know, yeah, you do need to communicate but I, I would say, yeah, I'm having some issues about this because it's normal to hit bumps. But, yeah. you know, express a desire to work on things rather than saying, let's finish once things have got too bad to work on. Yeah. Or initiating a break. Because we were talking about these. People feel divided about breaks. Breaks sometimes can be good, but don't settle for a break in lieu of a breakup. No, my God, no. So if you, if you <laughs> tell someone, yeah, you know, I need to end things with you and you're sure about it. Also, yeah, be sure about it when you finish things with someone because yeah. like, that way your argument is going to hit home a lot mm-mm. better. You know, like like don't just do it for dramatic effect or something. Like, uh, that's not healthy. But Oh, my God, I read an article about this the other day where mm. someone was like, I've stopped using um, let's just break up as um, a way to win an argument. That's and I think it's awful. I know. And I, I was thinking, I, I've never personally done that. No. But I can see people doing well, it. Well, because it's like the big ultimatum, like, yeah, yeah you agree with me or we're done. Exactly. You know, it's ridiculous. Like, don't use that. Breakups, like, they're very final mm. and you don't want to break up with well, someone. Well, that's the thing. Unless breakups aren't final. Don't get back with your ex. Oh, my God. Do not. So, yeah, that's the ever thing. Get back with, with a break, ex. if you are going to do a break, God forbid, like, have the terms of the break you know you don't want like a friend situation we were on a break you know <laughs> like if if you're having a break and it's open for you to see other people be clear about that you know and if if you're just finishing with someone you need to be clear also about what kind of communication you're going to keep having like do, do you want it to be open to accidentally shagging them again 
Probably not. You don't, know, don't shake her. If you want to stay really good friends, it's super idealistic. I think. I have one ex who I've stayed good friends with. I have one ex that I'm friends with as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Admittedly, mine is maybe a bit more problematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I think in general there is a reason why someone is an ex, and it is sad because they are essentially, you know, like when when you're with someone, they're your friend as well. Hopefully, yeah, and they probably. <laughs> I mean, depending so on it, the way it is. it is like losing a friend. Yeah. It's having a breakup. Often losing your best friend. Like, mm. you, it depends how long you were together and how close you guys were. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, especially like if you've spent a lot of time together or even lived together. Yeah, no, but I do, I do think that's why initially, yeah, actually initially after a breakup, I would definitely recommend having, <laughs> that's the timer, <laughs> having two weeks of space. Like, yes. Just so even that you get month. that separation. I would say a month and go traveling. Oh my god! Totally recommend leave the country, that. run yeah, away, yeah, run that far, is far away. Good for the soul. If this is not, if if you are a student and this is not financially like doable, because you know as Otherwise, much as I would like to right now, hitchhike away, potentially die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I yeah. terrified my parents by if threatening it, to hitchhike. Like, oh my god! Through, no, like, don't Eastern do that. But, but if you are a broke student and you can't just up and go traveling, you know, obviously it's lovely to be able to. Uh, just soft block them. You know, if you've agreed to be friends, soft block or after go, the curve. Just go, if you have a friend in another city, go stay with them for a few days. Mm-hmm. Get some separation. It's so good to have that headspace because, you know, being in the same place as where a lot of shit has went down can actually be like, it can really bog you down mentally, I think. Yeah, especially if you're, I mean, I don't know about you, Maya, but mm. when I broke up, like going past like places where... Oh my God, I, I still had, have it. Every time yeah. I go past this one bar, I'm like... We had a nice date there. Dude, you know. there's this one like burger place where afterwards we found this like abandoned sofa and like sat down some really weird photos. Oh. And it we just it was just a really lovely day. No. And I still every time I go by I still love going there. Yeah. With yeah, friends. you just don't want to be post breakup somewhere that is reminding you of them constantly. No. You know, it's definitely it's good to get some physical space. Also because you just feel lighter and you just feel like, you know, when you're not actually where everything is happening, it, like the issue feels smaller like easier to deal with and then you just get a bit of clarity and you know having that distance so yeah yeah space <laughs> is great space is great so you can even start a fling on some space yeah thoughts on post being curved rebounds rebounds we should have a, another whole <laughs> chat about this kind of thing but um, i think rebounds are important i will <laughs> Imagine telling your rebound that they're important. So important to me. No, okay. I think rebounds are important as a person. No offense, but no. I think they're important in that they serve a purpose. Yeah, like I think you need after a breakup, you always feel Mm. unattractive and shitty. Yeah, and and why don't they shag someone hotter than your ex? Doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if you ever see them again. Find someone hotter and shag them. Although, have you heard the line? don't get under someone to get over someone yes but i disagree with that okay okay and i feel like there is some truth to that because okay don't immediately not like don't immediately no i I would say yeah have the time to yourself to do some self-reflection self-growth blah 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 blah. you know like because once you break up with someone you actually you have a lot more like independence i think you know so much more time yeah more time to actually do things for you you know you don't have to be reporting to someone all the time in the sense that like you know, you have to, like, you're obligated to hang out with someone. 
to be in contact with and blah 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 like essentially the time is yours and you end up having so much more time to spend with friends to do you know hobbies and things self-care yeah 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 so i think it's yeah (laughs) (laughs) i do think you i feel like once you've kind of a couple of weeks has passed. Yeah, once you've had the better. self-growth. Yeah, then once you've had to, to grieve the relationship because like because you have had is. a loss. It's, it's a loss and you're mourning it. Yeah. Then... Yeah, and even if you're you're the one doing the breaking up. Yeah. You know, like that actually, it can be very upsetting. Like it might not be someone. you're breaking up or curving them because you don't like them. It might be for so many reasons. Yeah, it could exactly. be distance, could be that... Honestly, you know, you've grown can, apart. Yeah. It's not good for your mental health we'll anymore. Fall out of love. God, you know, kind of sucks if you or they have met someone else. Like in those kind of situations, I'd say if you've been cheated on, if things have ended in an absolute ball of fire, someone's then parents it's okay. I know met like that. Oh my god! Um, they met when one of them was on a break and went on a yoga retreat to like <laughs> sort out their life and relationship. Oh, wow. And the other person was the yoga instructor. Oh my God. And now they're married show. and have kids. That's cute. It's so That's actually funny. really cute. <laughs> I mean, it is cute. It sucks to be the other person though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I think if you've been cheated on by all means, just block them on everything, disappear off the face of the earth. You know, I read this, I think it was like a text post or something on this woman who's... Disappear and shag their dad. Well, she did the first part. She disappeared on her partner. It was her fiance. And then she was away for work for the weekend or something. She came back and found him in bed with this other girl. And they were both asleep. And then she literally packed up the entire like apartment of her staff and whatever. I think whilst he slept, potentially. That is so impressive. And then left the country. She quit her job, left the country, started somewhere else. But in a way, I'm kind of like, don't do that. Oh, I'm like, hell yeah, do no, that. No, because then it's not, you know, then essentially you're just, you're, you're leaving them to start their lovely new life. Yeah, but also... Like, wouldn't you want to have it out with them first? But maybe this is just me being hot-plotted or something, you know, but... Do you know what? But if do it, this, no, no, do this. Grab some fish, put it on all the vents, make their house stink. <laughs> you know, do put some the fish psycho... fish in the vents, then disappear. Yeah, do some psycho bullshit. Go wild. Exactly, exactly. And so. then disappear. Yeah. So we're saying on all accounts, if it is a healthy, healthy in quotation marks, break up, communicate, be honest, don't ghost, don't post breakup, shag the same person, be clear about why you're breaking up. Be clear to yourself. Be clear to yourself as well. Yeah, for sure. Like before you break up with someone, work out yourself why you're breaking up with them. And just just be firm in your decision, because if you, you know, if you accidentally shag again or if you end up oh let's give this another try blah 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 then the next time that you have to curve them it's gonna, gonna be, be worse. yeah it's gonna be worse it's gonna be more difficult you know you just need to be clear in your intentions and follow through with it and normally it's easiest to do that if you take some space directly afterwards if they've cheated or if things have gone totally tits up in one way or another disappear off the face of the earth like do some psycho bullshit first <laughs> Phoebe abdicates for psycho bullshit. I do not. I think karma. I think karma exists, but you can also be the karma. (laughs) Be the karma. And this was uh, this week's episode of Love, Sex and Situationships. Thank you so much for listening. I hope something in this might have helped you or I hope you can maybe at least relate somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. All right, lovely to chat. Bye.